my God. Are you ready for some prime walrus content? Yes! <laughs> Light as a feather, stiff as a board. 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 Truth or dare. Okay, I dare you to say Bloody Mary three times. Do you want to introduce us? Oh, yeah. Welcome to Spooky Slumber Party. We're a horror podcast. Hey, hi, hello. Hi. (laughs) Spooky Slumber Party, a podcast. So we talk about we talk about horror and body parts and body horror. So coincidentally, this is one of our first body horror episodes. This is it. Yeah, can you believe it took us this long to have a body horror episode? We've been wa- yeah. we've been wanting to do it for a long time. We have. Yeah. Probably and since this the is, beginning. And this is like just stepping a stepping a t- a little toe into the body horror. Sure. Yeah, it's not, not even as, fully. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. It's no American Mary. No, which is great film. It's a great film. Still haven't seen it. Boy. But aren't you kind of you're kind of off body horror? The last time we talked about it, you were kind of off it. I was, yeah, I've been a little off of it lately, but like <laughs> Tusk is bringing me right back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mafia just brings yes. me right back in. Uh. So okay, this is is this just a Tusk episode or is it a Justin Long Appreciation Hour? I mean. I think the main focus is Tusk. I think this so. is a I Tusk so. review yes. episode, but major Justin Long appreciation. Yes. Major, oh, major, major. major. <laughs> he is our J Lo. He is our J Lo. He is our J Lo. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Nothing um, wrong with the other can one. We, the other can one's we just, fine. She's fine. Yeah. Can we can we just in advance apologize to our good friend of the pod, Luis? <laughs> You don't have to listen to this episode, my that's friend. Justin Long is his nemesis. He hates Justin Long. Wait, that's I didn't nemesis. know that. You didn't know this? Oh, my LJ, God. Oh, no. he, he despises. Because it's come Why? up before about Emma in this movie. He's just, you know, like people have that that actor. Yeah. that I get it. Yeah, get that like their face, their voice bothers you. Yep. yep and yep, then yep. Justin Long also killed Luis Jose's entire family. So that <laughs> would probably also. That's a big part. Yeah, of that's it. a big part of it. That's so, part of it. You know. Yeah. It's part of it. Yeah. Um. So, when was the first time you saw him in a movie? Like, do you I remember your first saw experience? him on a TV show first? Okay. Does anybody remember Ed on NBC? Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, I he do. was on that. That's when I first met. Okay. Him. And um, you know what? Actually, I'd have to look at my timeline. Let's look at his because it was either that or Galaxy That's Quest. What I'm doing right now. Oh, wait, oh maybe my I god! Shouldn't. Probably yeah. Galaxy Quest. Oh, Galaxy my dad Quest. loved that movie. Great, we watched it a lot a when I was a kid. Great movie. I love to quote Alan Rickman in that film. It's so well, good. Well, when I had a bob, a black bob with bangs, everybody and their brother would come up to me like, hey, you're the girl from Galaxy Quest. <laughs> <laughs> the laugh. The laugh. <laughs> the laugh, though. I No, I got it all the time. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Like of all the people. Missy Pyle, I think that's her name. She is a funny actress and stuff. She's too. very funny. Yeah. So in a way, I'm honored because she's like an awesome improv comedian. Yeah. But um, it's super random. 
but it's very random. Dodgeball. That's probably where I remember seeing him first. Oh, yes. Galaxy Crest was probably the actual first time I ever saw him, but the first memorable Justin Long is probably Dodgeball. Okay, yeah. I mean, he's been around for like a long time. Like, you know, kind of doing his Justin Long thing. Yeah. And we adore him in Drag Me to Hell. We love. Okay, now if At you least. recall, Emma needs to rewatch. I still that need movie to watch it, yeah, because okay. she wasn't prepared for what it was. Yeah. So we got to. That's true. Now yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah. 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 Now she's now going in now with a different knows. mentality. But yeah. we do. Yeah, we should exactly. do a rewatch. Mm-hmm. We should. So I saw him at a club one time in Hollywood. It's like from yeah. afar, from in uh-huh. the club. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, from from very afar, very very afar. Um, and I just like I could not do it. I couldn't go up to him. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I felt like I was too low on the totem pole. What? Because I don't, you know, it's like Hollywood, the industry. It's like uh-huh. there's like the tears of like who can socialize with whom. Oh, that's that's. But crazy. I'm like, and I'm like, you know, the saying like, you know, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. I'm like, always the extra stand in, never the lead. So well, whatever, whatever. I mean, anyway, fuck their rules. That's okay. Anyway, Justin, I wanted to come up and say hello, but I didn't. I I didn't want to be that annoying fangirl. I wanted to let you have your space. I wanted to be cool. I wanted to be cool. I don't, I mean, like, I don't really care about meeting famous people except authors. That's all I care about. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because, like, when I, the first time I was about to meet Joe Hill, I almost, like, peed myself. And then, of course, I was, like, about to faint when I met Anne Rice. (laughs) Oh, my God. Gosh. I think I, I, would, I think I, I legally also. think I legally died like <laughs> when I was about to meet her because I couldn't handle it and I was just crying and just like Ugh. but you know also it's like after like when you live in a place where there are a ton of celebrities it definitely like loses its excitement well right because they're everywhere they're everywhere right and especially if you like work on film sets it's like I mean there's they're also they're working gone yeah they're working you're at, you're at work together and so everyone be like oh did you talk to steve carell or whatever i'm like well i said hi to him but like you're not supposed to talk to him so right because it's not really i mean because everybody's there to do a job right? right like yes yeah yeah and sometimes they'll actually tell you specifically do not talk to so-and-so like little insert, ish insert actor's name here yeah yeah they they warned they like gave us this grave warning about Jennifer Love Hewitt like don't talk to her do not talk to her because I was her stand in turned out to be the sweetest girl ever she has such a reputation of being a nice person yeah they I were know so intense about it that's so they, weird yeah this guy was like super intense about it don't look at her don't talk to her and then she was like friendly adorable absolute was this ghost whisper no it was something called like. Cupid or like love something. It was some pilot that I don't think ever took off. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't. If there's like a rom- if it's anything it was like, resembling a romantic comedy, I will have not. <laughs> it was not. It was not up your alley. No, it was like Jennifer Love Hewitt and Pamela Adlon and some other famous peeps. Huh. Anyway. Huh. Jennifer Love anyway. Hewitt. Yeah. Anyway. We were just talking about that girl. We were. I see. I. Because of that experience, it, like, made me adore her even more. Right. You're like, yeah, because she's always, like, ever since, like, our Seventeen Magazine BB Bop days, she always <laughs> had a good Bob. rap. Baby Bob? Like, <laughs> is That was the name of all the Tiger Beat. Yes. Teen beat. The, wasn't there a Big Bopper? I think there was. Yeah. Which was, like, the thick... The, 
Oh, it was like an exercise bop. Yeah. Where you have your pinups of all your like. Oh my God. That was like when we first became size queens. Was with with Big Bopper. Oh my God. God. I love live it. I mean, I owe a lot of who I am to those magazines, man. (laughs) I'm a size queen because of Big Bopper. Because of Big Bopper, TD, Tiger, (laughs) whatever the name of the goddamn things were. Um, can we before we do more Justin Long? Can we talk about the Spooks Joy? Yes, yes. So every every episode, we lately um, through quarantine, we've been trying to talk about something that spooks joy in our life, and it's been kind of nice. It's been kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. You ladies wanna you wanna take it off? Take it off. Can I do? Can I go first? Yeah, I have a couple. I'll do them quick. Kick it off. So (laughs) take take it off. So one is um, it was just really nice, rewarding experience the other day on my personal Instagram. Um, I had somebody that had been following me for a long time since as long as I've been writing in horror and everything, and somebody who I thought was a nice person. And you know, we talk about posting like. I don't even want to say political, but quote unquote political human rights things on our stories sometimes to take out the trash. And I had found some that I really liked about, um, and it was like referencing Black Lives Matter and it was like Black trans sex workers, like, you know, like all of the subcategories of people that, um, you know, are undesirable by society and saying like those Black Lives Matter to me as well. And because that's like something I'm super passionate about. And we just had an episode of Genre Junkies where we had talked about that. So it was like really fresh on my mind. And this guy, this longtime I guess fan um, sent me this message, just this just diatribe, this vitriol. Of, Fuck this motherfucking <gasps> Black Lives Matter is a cult. Blah blah blah, and no it was the way. most satisfying delete blah uh-huh. like ever. And I was like, yes. Because you have to do those every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is people that you've had a good rapport with, like this guy. I've had a good rapport with him for many years. And I was and like talking about horror and stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take out the trash and I'm gonna leave it on the wrong side of history. Okay, where it belongs. Let's let's co- I'm gonna come in here, I'm gonna play devil's advocate a little bit. Oh, oh, no. oh no. Even though I shouldn't, but I just I just wanna throw this out there. Like, does deleting those people actually help solve the problem? It does because I'm not going to get into an that level of vitriol. Yeah. Okay. Is like I'm not going to get into an internet social media fight with you trying to educate okay. you. Okay. Okay. Um, if it was like something with like I don't understand, I'm angry, I'm confused, like using different language, yeah, right. but like just to like willing being wi- willing to be educated, always, always anything. fine, yeah. or like yeah. or being like I really don't get it, or I mean like you know even a little anger, but that level of like vitriol is like that's not like it's not worth my time or energy. Like it's I don't want to engage with you. You're poison. Cyber bullying, abuse. Yeah. 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 So I think there's always a line, right? And especially something like that that's like, this isn't political. This isn't agree to disagree. (laughs) It's like, this is human rights. Like, these are human lives we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So always remember to. I just had to. I just had to be a little sure. controversial for sure. out there because I just I I just think people are so quick to like 
cancel and delete each other. And I feel like the only way change is going to be made is if people are willing to listen and have an actual well, conversation. Both parties need you know. to. Exactly. Yeah. It goes, both, it goes yeah, both ways. It yeah. If you're, yeah. if you're going to yeah. come at me in with anger and spite and just spewing hatred, then like you're not even worth the you're time. Worth it. And like, mm-hmm. because you want to be fought with, yeah. like you want, that's, you, that's mm-hmm. the only reason you came just at me with such argue anger. for the sake of, of arguing. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's like, it's one thing to hear someone out and hear their side. It's another thing for them to just spew hateful things at you. Yeah. Yeah. And like for, yep. yeah, you you don't have to put up with hate and especially stuff like that it's like i'm sorry have a black trans sex workers wronged you so badly sir like right right <laughs> like let's get real so my other spooks joy is have another band which i did introduce <gasps> you guys yes, to I listen uh, I love, venom prison I love your band rex oh my you god you always have the best band rex oh thank you my dear yeah, yeah venom prison um wonderful wonderful metal band fronted by an awesome incredibly cool totally up our alley lady so love that and then my other spooks joy is the babysitter's club on netflix yes (laughs) me too me too me too me too and i know like we're not gonna get spoilers we're not gonna do a whole thing because kelly has not had a chance so we're gonna wait but my god it is so wholesome it's amazing it's gonna fuck up my entire netflix algorithm (laughs) because like you go onto my netflix and it is like horror murder uh i mean all the just cesspools yeah yeah (laughs) and now it's like what am i what are they gonna do now because i've got this on there so it's it's ruined my netflix algorithm but it is okay it is i can't i'm like gushing i'm like i can't Same. i'm obsessed it i is, am obsessed it is what we want it to be it is what we want it to be oh my god that makes me so happy. it is our I... girls it's totally our girls our storylines uh... from our lives but put a little more modernly and with also a little bit better representation. So oh. much awesome representation. Holy oh. shit. And also, yeah, yeah. Tiny, tiny spoiler. Which representation? Oh my gosh. Wh- which representation? <laughs> which I could not what? even believe. Oh my right? gosh. I died. I died. I'm, okay, okay. I died. And there's um a <laughs> there's a little girl at one point in the show who is going through a spooky phase. Oh my god, and I love her. it is us. Literally because that child is us. And it's like, okay, not a phase, mom. Wasn't a phase. Not a phase. Like, not a phase. Creepy sorry. the whole time. That child she, is she's gotta grow so up creepy. to be spooky summer party founder. Um, and it's really it's kind of interesting because like you know it's funny i think about like these girls they're supposed to be in seventh grade when i was in seventh grade i was already Marilyn manson t-shirt wearing all the glitter on my face but they let these girls like kind of be kids yeah like they're still on that precipice of they're moving into adult interests they're figuring out adulthood and like and being their own people but they they don't like tart them up or anything like Good. they look like children yep yeah and the it's babies. so the so babies. nice <laughs> they're all so sweet but like also like a little funny. bit bitchy and a little, a little bit, bit funny sassy. like they're all like just oh. i don't know and the feminism is like ramped up to 11 Ooh. Ooh. it's oh kelly oh you're just gosh. gonna swoon i'm so excited i'm so yeah. excited i just appreciated that they included the like the young girl sassiness of like the young girl like cattiness almost because that's like you went through that with all of your friends you Absolutely. know yeah. where you're like They're but then like you come back together perfect, and yeah. like forgive each other and love each other through it and it's just i love it so much. i adore it it's so nice that it. that's kind of where we are with a lot of kids quote-unquote kids shows because mm-hmm. it's like they a lot of them for so many years they really speak down mm-hmm 
to kids and like kind of dumb it down. And it's like, that doesn't serve anybody. Nope, like right, we're living in right. really fucking crazy times yep. right now. Yep. And the kids are tougher than you think. Yeah, for sure. Sorry. So that's Spooks right. And when Kelly has watched, we'll probably just do a whole Babysitter's Club episode. Ew, we probably will. And talk uh, about all the spooky goodness with it because yeah. there's, a, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. We're very, we're, we're very well versed on BSC. Um, I've actually been, I've been watching the 90s series. Um, my niece and nephew are into it now, That's which I'm very happy about. And so we like call each other on FaceTime and then watch it together. And it's super fun. That's so cool. So, I love that. Um, oh, it's, it's so good. And there's a lot of like cameos of people that went on to be famous later. Mm-hmm. Like Zach Braff is in one episode as like a teen boy. Oh, what? that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a few others, but yeah, it's, it's super ah, fun. It's adorable. So is that still spook and joy for you? Do you have any other spooks joys? Nintendo Switch, baby. She's Nintendo Switch. Oh, yay. I'm in. I am am deep in. Now we just got to get you Animal Crossing. Yes. um, (laughs) Baby steps. Right now I've got uh, got Mario Kart, Mario Party. Tetris 99 has been the latest obsession. I just go on that thing and just one game after another. I've never been good at it. I'm terrible at Tetris. Yeah. Oh, good. I live live for it. My bone structure is made of... Tetrominoes. <laughs> Tetrominoes. I am actually Tetris. I am. I am Tetris. It's like Tron, but you're Tetris. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. I love it so much. Um, yes, yeah, so I've been playing a lot of Tetris, like to the point where sometimes when I'm like drifting off to sleep, I like see the falling blocks in my yes. mind. That's when you know a video game has really got its hooks oh, in you. That was yeah. me with Last of Us Part Two. Literally every night, just oh dreaming gosh. of hunting these infected and <laughs> doing, doing the Lord's work out there. Doing the Lord's work. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the switch. The switch is really um, bringing me lots of lots of joy. Not really a spooky thing, but like okay. you know, gaming can be kind of like nerdy thing. Nerdy, nerdy things are welcome yeah. here. Nerd adjacent. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. What else? What else? And honestly, this movie that we're discussing. Oh, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you loved it. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Let's just, oh. I have, I, this is, when we get there, this is uh, my second viewing. So I have thoughts about a second viewing. So. Okay. How about you, Emma? What's, what's, um, what's spooking joy this week? Two things. Two big things. Um, first one, I got a new tattoo. A new tattoo. Right oh, all it of is the- not just any little tattoo. It's not any little tattoo. Um, it was right before all of the tattoo shops closed down again. It was literally like two days before California was like, no, no, no more of this. <laughs> so I got super lucky. Um, but I got my, my first big old thigh tattoo. Kind Ooh. of your first custom in my, a way? My first commission? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I adore her. She's my derby girl. Um, it's like a traditional American style. Um, she's covered in tattoos, has like Beautiful short flowers. black hair. She's got those like nice rosy oh, she's gorgeous. cheeks. Oh. She has a jammy uh, star tattoo. Yeah, they got a little star. Yeah. Oh my and um roller skates hanging over her shoulder and then like some nice traditional flowers at the bottom and um, I she, when she was getting tattooed on me, I was like, she looks familiar. I <laughs> feel like I part. know her. I just feel like I know her. But I was just like, I just feel so connected to this tattoo because it's my first big custom piece. It's my first big tattoo. It's like it's a huge thigh piece. Yeah. And um, 
And then I posted on Instagram and someone was like, is that supposed to be Rachel? My best friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My best friend who I started skating with two-ish years ago. And we, she is literally my skate wife. Like she is my derby wife and one of my derby wives. <laughs> I have one more, but she is literally my, my best friend. And I can't unsee it now. I have Rachel tattooed on my leg. <laughs> it's yeah, so like, funny because it's like I see it in profile. Uh huh. Like some of Rachel's pictures. Yep. It's like it's not every picture. Yeah. But there's an essence. Yep. There is a spark. Yep. I definitely. Yeah. I definitely wondered if it was her when I first saw it. Oh my god. Right. Funny. I, well, I really a lot did. Of people did. I really did. Multiple yeah. people replied to it, texted me, and were like, "Did you get Rachel tattooed on you?" <laughs> I was like, no, not intentionally, but I am not mad that that's what she looks like. (laughs) I am so happy with it. Honestly, I'm just in heaven. Um, My tattoo artist was, her name is Emma, and she works at Glass Beetle in Santa Rosa. Um, Yeah, her Instagram is msmeep, so definitely check her out because holy shit, all of her work is incredible, and I'm just beyond obsessed. If you plug your artist, then I have to plug my artist. Yeah, plug yours! Amanda at Glass Beetle. We're the Glass Beetle fam Mm -hmm. over here and supporting women tattooers doing their thing yes dude oh my god some guys that come to fog belt a lot they saw my tattoo and they asked who did it and i was like her name's emma she works at glass beetle and they were like oh it was a female tattooer like that's so new and i was right? like yeah and they were like oh no it's just cool that's really cool like tried to play wow. it off i was like yeah, Fuck yeah, you, yeah, yeah. dude yeah. like they yeah they just invented female tattooers last week it's this whole new thing. it's a new thing, a new thing. So and they, like, do... this tattoo specifically i wanted female energy put into so i was like i yes. need a female artist especially someone who likes the traditional american style like i need it. that yeah. for this I think we need to do a, a tattoo post where we tag some favorite artists and show off their work. Yeah. That would be so good. I love that. Can, like, even in our stories or, or like totally. a multi-pick post, something like yeah. that. But yeah, we should do that because I've got a, got a couple also, that are Emma, near and dear to my heart. I don't know yeah. if you've seen Emma's flash on her wall at Glass Beetle, but she has some cute Halloween flash sheets. <gasps> she's spooky girl. That I just die over. Like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with her. She's, she's one of us for sure. <laughs> She even had one that said spoopy. (laughs) Um, Oh, my other spooks joy. Big, big one. Like huge life change. You ready? Yeah. Your girl got a kitten. (laughs) You're a cat mom now. Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the world of cats. She is a little black kitty and I named her Binks. (laughs) I adore her. Oh, I can't wait to meet this cat How, uh, and just like inhale it up my nose. How are Binks and Boris getting along? They're getting there. Uh, the okay. first few days were definitely like Boris was very mad at us for bringing another little being into his space. Yeah. Um, the The first time he sniffed her in her cage, he was like, no, fuck this and just walked away. And then so we left her in her little kennel and brought him in on his leash and he was sniffing the cage. This is the second day. And she she was like, oh, a friend and runs up to this, the cage where he's at. And he growled. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, no, my sweet angel boy, what are you doing? <laughs> right. No, sir. No, no, sir. You are no, my sweet sir. angel boy. Oh, no. So I was just freaking out about it. And I'm just like, they're gonna hate each other this is this is my nightmare i this is not what i wanted but it's been almost a week since she's been home now no over a week and 
Yeah, they are just they're already like they're getting so there. Cute. Yeah, so he we we still haven't let them. Uh, we haven't let her roam around or anything yet. We're still keeping them separated. But Boris is very much okay with her coming up to the cage and sniffing him. And she was even playing with his tail through the cage the other day. That was so cute. Oh, the thing yeah. he posted. Oh my so gosh. Cute. And I love when he just like gets up and walks away. Like nope. You know, he's like, I'm mm, actually, I'm a little overwhelmed. Okay, I'm going to go out here. I'm like, I'm so proud of you for knowing your limits. And he walked yes, away. He yes. didn't, he didn't, like, he yeah. didn't react. He was just like, nope, I'm going to walk out here. And he like totally took care of himself. And I'm really proud of him for that. So. He's getting boy. better. He's definitely getting Such better. Yeah. I'm, I'm just can't wait for it. I talked to my vet about it. It was like the third day we had her home. And he was like, it's been three days. Like it, in like two months, they're going to be snuggling together. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give it time, give it time. Yeah. Should we introduce ourselves? <laughs> oh shit, we didn't do it with our spoon in today. Oh we didn't no. Do it. Who are we? Who are we? I'm Kelly, your scream queen. I'm Sandra, I'm the lit witch. I'm Emma, I'm the derby devil that isn't currently allowed to play derby, so. <laughs> and I'm not currently <laughs> scream queening. <laughs> and you know what's nice about mine is I can just always be the lit You can just witch. always, always be the lit witch. <laughs> Love it. Mine's easy. Like. You are also always the scream queen, Kelly. Yeah, that's true. And I am you. also always the derby yes, devil. Yes, you are. Even no, when we, we can't do the we things are. that we love. We're because still... you, can't, you can't take it away. Exactly. COVID can't take right. that away. It's in here. No. It's in, the, it's in here. I'm hitting bitches in my heart. <laughs> in my heart. Um, so, so, so Tusk, though. So, Tusk, so this though. episode is. Oh, yeah, Emma, you should introduce it. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Because yeah. this is your exposure therapy. So, we all know how I felt about the movie Tusk. Note, this has been a long note time. The past tense. <laughs> note the past tense. Felt. Um, so, everyone knows that I felt very strongly about tusk i think it is a true horror movie which i still believe but it just so unsettled me that i never wanted to watch it again i am so glad we did this emma's <laughs> exposure therapy this was a big deal this was a big this deal is huge tusk this, uh, truly this- disturbed me and now after watching it again and listening to the podcast the original podcast that kevin smith had where he came up with the idea for tusk and also a couple other videos of just him talking about it like i'm obsessed this is great. I'm obsessed. Okay. This is huge. And this I is a this life event. This is like, this is a spooky slumber party full circle moment because, I mean, that goes back to an old episode where we're talking about like... First episode. Long ago. Stuff in films that have actually scared us or actually disturbed us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember Tusk was hers. And it's still disturbing to me. Like when I really think about it. It is. It like is. especially the part where they open the little porthole and look in and see him the first time. Oh, his Jesus. friend. Like yeah. I think about someone I know being in that situation. Yes. And it still truly oh horrifies Ugh. me. It's yeah. he's so yeah. he's horrifying to look at. It's horrific. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I took I took my notes. As okay, so got, I did too. Oh, you did notes? Okay, good. So we'll kind of and of course mine are in sequential order. Are yours? Uh, yes. They okay, are. okay. So we'll kind of... As always, mine are in my head and we'll be improvised as we go along. That's okay. Ours will spurn yours. So Correct. first of all, this is an A24 film, which is like one of our yes. most favorite companies. Beloved. That mm-hmm. shocked Jonathan when we turned on. He he saw the A24 and he was like, this is A24? Are you kidding me? <laughs> for, for sure. Um, A24 was like, yeah, we want that. What? 
and how did it feel uh, now to watch this as podcasters about podcaster? Oh, like, oh yeah. A little meta. A little meta. It just added a whole new level of fun. Mm-hmm. There was a few lines that were real zingers. One of them that it was like, I almost had to pause the movie because I was laughing so hard. I didn't remember this is you don't say Hitler in an airport. I Dude, don't know what. Same, I wrote oh. that down too. Literally my second There's note. so many great little one-liners. It's so, lines. it's so very Kevin Smithy. <laughs> yes. Oh. In the best way. We will get to the Kevin Smithy part. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because I feel like there's some thoughts there. Okay. Um, the, but that, um, that eight, that t- immigration agent, whatever, the, yes. the airport guy, um, <laughs> saying, he's the, so serious. He's too. so serious and so funny, but the thing about Canada being red, white, and never blue. <laughs> I die. He was very funny. Okay, and I want I, the shirt. Jonathan and I found the shirt. Someone is what? selling the red, white, and never blue with a little <gasps> Canada oh, no. so maple, maple leaf, leaf on it. Yeah. yeah. And my favorite thing was the high five he gives him. Yeah. When he goes in for the high five and he just pokes his palm. <laughs> so hilarious. <laughs> this just- movie starts out so strong. Just like comes out the gate right entertaining. Up, yeah. Yep. Like I, I do instantly like that. was enjoying it. I yeah. do like that, like in his filmmaking style, that there's not a lot of preamble. Like right, it's very right. yeah, right into it. Yeah, you're in, you're just in their world. You just kind of dropped in, and you're just now you're soaking here. it all up. Yeah. Um. So just in general, Michael Parks and Justin Long oh. are fantastic in this movie. Michael so Parks is an amazing actor. So much good chemistry. Yes. So my dad had this interesting comment. He's like, "This movie is kind of like my dinner with Andre, but like." I've not actually seen that, but yeah. But you know, you know of it. Yes, yeah. It's like it's like a horror. My dinner with Andre meets body horror. Yeah, it's that's really funny. It really tickled me when he said that. I love that he said that. I love you watch this with your dad. Oh, I had to. Yeah, you have to let us know what he thought of it too. He enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, we both really liked it. So, oh, good. Yeah. Um. So his character Wallace is such <laughs> well, of course Wallace. I mean Wally, the name. Like we love the name Wallace, so, but he yeah. is so such that an is ass. a connection to how they came up with this movie. So I don't know if you guys know the origin story. So you know at the beginning of the movie where it says tell based us, on a us. true story. Yes, which yes. is funny, which yes. is hilarious, but hilarious. also so it was a um, it was like the British version of Craigslist. It was a an ad on that website some it was a gag like it was a funny thing it okay, wasn't actual go. actually real but someone uh posted saying my name is wallace uh i am an older man that has many stories to tell blah 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 like basically essentially what <laughs> the ad in the movie said yeah but it was like um but it was very upfront and honest like i offer you free room and board if and only if <laughs> you agree to wear this walrus suit and be my walrus companion for minimum of two hours a day <laughs> oh my god it's so uncomfortable so on kevin smith's podcast they were talking about this funny ad and they're just kind of going back and forth about like what how what a crazy situation that would be god. and then it turned into this like horrific like what if he sewed you into the walrus <gasps> suit? what if the walrus suit was made of skin and this guy ended up being a weird serial killer right. and all this and it just turned and then they pretty much 
just like scene by scene wrote the screenplay in the podcast. I, so I went and listened to it. it. Okay. Yeah, they, they included part of it in the closing credits. You mm-hmm. can hear a little snippet of it and it made me really want to go listen to the whole thing. Yeah, I sent you the link so. for the YouTube the YouTube yeah. video okay. of it. I okay. meant yeah. to, Oh, I meant to do that before yeah. we recorded it, but I, I won't know, go back. I know. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. It's so fun listening to them literally like scene by scene planning out like, this movie. I love and that. And then they get to the that. end of it and they're like and then the credits roll and then they're like we should make that movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's yeah. a beautiful moment in time. It's incredible. Yeah. So so this character, Wallace, is so Wallace. unsufferable. He is awful. He's an the awful worst. man. The worst. But not like immediately. He I to me, he kind of got worse as things went along. Like at first. As you I learned was like, more about him. Yes. At first yeah. I was like, oh, he's all right. Like he's fine. I just thought he was arrogant and annoying. As yeah, fuck. I thought and he was arrogant and annoying. Like, yeah, their sign-off yeah. is join the Nazi party. Like, like I, oh. that was annoying. Yeah, I was like, annoying, yeah, I get you're trying to be funny, but like that's not funny. <laughs> well, and like, and immediately too, like they're laughing at this kid cutting off his leg. I yeah. mean, it's like, and they even like you know reference that that like you know it's mean and like they kind of go yeah. back and forth on it, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I know. Like, we know who this guy is and, like, who this show Get the is. the right off the bat. Yeah, and it's, like, ugh. it's a trip to see Haley Joel Osment as an adult, I was just about to say, oh, yeah, he's still loved, got the face. He's great. I he's love great. him in it, yeah. It took Jonathan a minute to figure out who it was. I was like, that's the kid from Sixth Sense. And he was like, you can see it from, like, his nose to his eyebrows. Right yeah. in there, looks exactly the same. He's still that guy. Um, um, I'm going to come back to the Kevin Smithy part and keep going through or well okay, let's maybe so, hit on it yeah later like okay, as we go okay. I have a parrot because oh, I just I need don't. to I need to discuss the mustache <laughs> okay okay the stash the stash I think it's foreshadowing it is it Wallace is and the stash Wallace and that intense stash <laughs> 100% foreshadowing it yeah. is kind of painful to look at at times but (laughs) so i did a thing because this movie does make me feel uncomfortably sad still that still happened upon the second viewing i labeled my sads so the first sad is the leg the leg when howard is laughing at him and he doesn't have his phone and he's immobilized oh, yeah, spoilers spoiler alert by the oh, way we're yeah, gonna spoil yeah, yeah, yeah. we so jumped wait we jumped the whole scene where he meets howard though oh, okay we did jump oh. that but i mean that was my first sad because it is okay we'll get look we'll i we'll i agree that's we'll my first big sad but also hilarious when he says there's no leg there <laughs> There's no leg there. There's no leg there. What can you say? Oh my god, that's literally one of my notes. There's no leg there with just have this uh, crying, laughing emojis. (laughs) So every horror fan knows that it's like, don't drink that tea, dude. No, one of my notes. Uh, anything in a fancy teacup is obviously drugged. Yes. Can we talk about that? Or yes. it's going to hypnotize <laughs> you. Or it's like, gonna yeah, hypnotize I, you. I totally thought of get out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Don't drink that tea. Mm-hmm. I mean, nope. and, and he's being kind of like, like, I mean, we know he's there to kind of make fun of Howard too. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a little bit of secondhand embarrassment awkwardness, yep. you know? Yep. But the way his character is, of course, he's going to drink the tea. He's like, he likes to get his fingies and everything. You know, he's like. Oh, and he thinks he's above everything. He's like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's like. He's not going to think twice about this old man trying to do anything to him because he's in a wheelchair. Oh, he's in a wheelchair. And, he's older. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fool. Fool. You fool. And of course, this is where we meet the walrus dick. The walrus penis bone. Which, unfortunately, this is the first and the last time we'll meet it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Unfortunately, you know it was in that suit. You know. You know it was in there, but they could have were like, this is going to have to They're be like, rated X if we showed this much. huge fleshy walrus dick. Right, right, Can right. Can you imagine it being fleshy? <laughs> no. And that Howard no. had to like shape it. Like, yeah. <gasps> I, that makes me wonder how intimately he got up close and personal oh, with Mr. Tusk's the- walrus penis. Yeah. Oh, he won. Yeah. Oh, I hate it all. How close for him and mis- Mr. Tusk? That was another Very thing in close. the pot in the podcast um, episode of them where they were like talking about how like he you know he poisons you and as you're and as you're blacking out you see him go it's all right Wallace or or like Mr. Yeah. Tusk or whatever he referred yeah. to the the walrus. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like oh no <laughs> oh no and just oh, when he's no. falling asleep and he says everything's gonna be okay mr tusk or something like that and you're just yes. like immediately know something terrible is about to happen oh oh it's so so crazy. and like it escalates so quickly i thought yes. that we were i thought we weren't gonna see the full walrus reveal until the very end like, I thought it was going to be a slow transition. No. no. You get no. so much walrus suit, dude. And it's it's <laughs> so much. Because it's like, it's like once that first leg comes off. Yeah, the leg comes off and then there's the dinner. And then he, he gets his flippies. He get, and then, oh, and then he, he finally gets it or he gets through to his friends and leaves them a voicemail. Ugh. And then he gets a conk on the old noggin. Ugh. And then it goes to the flippies. Does he hit him with the dick? <laughs> I don't think with the, does he hit him with the dick? <gasps> Maybe does the dick make a reappearance? <laughs> That's like his. It's like his walking stick. She just carries it around. His walking it's that dick. big. It's that. It big. is kind of that big. Um, of course, is he a size queen? <laughs> Howard is a size queen. Howard is a size. Howard is a size queen. Oh my god! I mean, those phone calls are so sad and so painful oh, to listen so to. Not as sad and painful as his cries of despair in the suit. Okay, so that is because that's the second sad. That's the second sad. Wait, it's, did you want to talk about your first sad? I mean, I kind of said it like it's, and I figured out like I'd forgotten because this movie came out six years ago that's why yeah. i say brown recluse that way it's because that's the way he says it and i thought it was so funny so i always say brown recluse like why the lisp where did the lisp come from god it's awful i actually said in my note the second sad the howling at the table the cruel mockery like it's so awful oh it's so sad it's unsettling. It's very unsettling. Yeah. It makes you uncomfy. You know, that's kind of the thing with this movie is, and I can see why it's kind of a culty classic in a way, and a lot of people didn't like it, and a lot of people did like it because the the tone is strange. Yeah. The tone yeah. of this film is you, very you weird. You think it's a comedy, and then you get further into it, and it's like, nope, this is making me feel things. And I it's like don't so, like it. It's so dark and so beautifully shot. Gorgeous. It's, re- it's, it's like oh This film God. is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. This is like... Honestly, uh, shocking. <laughs> again, I have to bring up Kubrick, but there's some Kubricky qualities. I agree. You can't deny it. Can't deny it. Kubricky vibes. <laughs> Kubricky vibes all yep. the way. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I have a note from the from the initial meeting scene that I don't remember. Oh, because oh. as you remember, when I texted you both, I said, we're about to watch Tusk. I'm about to yes. drink heavily. Um <laughs> I don't remember what he refers to someone as, but it says, this note says, referring to someone as flatulent is too much. My husband says he will refer to me as this to new people from now on. His first wife, isn't it? Was it his first wife? The wife. wife. Yes. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no. no his- it was it was his grandma. It was Wallace's grandma. Oh flat- yeah. Flat- they flat- both make a comment about like someone being flatulent. flatulent yeah and i was yeah. like what a way to refer to somebody and jonathan just goes that's how i'm gonna tell people about you from now oh, no. <laughs> and i was like fair but very mean but don't do it <laughs> accurate but mean oh also when he passes out justin long is the king of dramatic falls <laughs> that's one of my notes that's actually a very good note it was a really good fall <laughs> Why is the acting so good in this movie? It like didn't have it didn't have to be that good, but it is. Mm-hmm. It is actually very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um. Okay. Then there's no leg there. Oh, and then another one. My another favorite note from the the dinner. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so good. The quote of the question we've had since we crawled from the surf and stood erect in the sun: Is man indeed a walrus at heart? <laughs> literally no one literally, literally no, no one. one but no also one. that was no also one. another direct quote from the podcast brainstorming oh my god <laughs> they said it that. has to be it has to be because it's, it's so random true. so out there and they were like you know what we're putting this in the script <laughs> plant that right in there. that's something oh, oh. he would say <sighs> so um eventually we get to a pretty fun cameo uh, I well, would say a, even more that a kid. It's a role. It's a, it's a role. full-on role. It's a full-on role. Johnny Depp is Guy Lapont. Guy yes. Lapont. I knew nearly, nearly unrecognizable. Nearly right? unrecognizable. Yeah. I remember the first time I watched this movie, Jonathan walked in when Guy Lapont was there, and he was like, is that Johnny Depp? And I was like, no. Like, I did not think it was. I had yeah. to go look it up. It's insane. You don't even recognize him. I So... Okay, so I apparently he's in Yoga Hosers as well as no the same way. character. Are him and Kevin Smith just best friends? Now? So, apparently, yeah. So I didn't realize. Her. I didn't realize and that this was it. the first. Yeah. yeah, that I didn't realize this was the, was the first appearance of the two girls in the convenience the store. Yoga Hosers. The yeah. Yoga Hosers. I didn't know that was. So yeah. on on the note, on the note of Johnny Depp, because I did yes. kind of go off a little bit. Because again, this is the second time I'd seen it, right? Yeah. Okay, so, you so went Johnny a Depp deeper. is very funny, hilarious. He, he's yes. very funny. Yes. I mean, Johnny Depp's a great actor. He's a funny dude. Um, that's another part of the weird pacing and tone of this movie, though. I mean, it just is like mm-hmm. to throw this caricature <laughs> in there is very strange. I can't stop thinking about how he keeps repeating about like his friend, the fisherman. Or, yeah. like, whatever his name is like what's the guy's name he's like oh my friend uh, blah, 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 the fisherman he's so funny so this movie did not come out that long ago in the scheme of things six years ago 2014 yeah. there's this part and this really did not sit well with me when Guy is recounting the exchange from two years back when he met Howard yeah. and Howard is pretending to be someone with like an intellectual or cognitive oh, disability yeah. for laughs I didn't love that I was like you know I wasn't was, I sure if it was that or if he was just kind of like a bad no because he's saying like potty and like silly oh, words yeah. but see stuff. I don't think I don't think it's for laughs like I think it's for I think it's creepy I mean it's creepy because we know but the stuff he was saying about like I don't know I I really feel it was for laughs and I found it just really cringy very cringy and it was one of those things like Kevin Smith fucking really like yeah he's definitely kind of one of those like man's man like bro kind of guy where he would use that kind of stuff like he's kind of a genius and like definitely makes some good stuff but he definitely throws in that like are we are we doing the Kevin Smith we're talking about Kevin Smith we're talking about Kevin Smith we're talking about about it we're talking about Kevin Smith okay give us see I I saw it as just just a 
just showing how creepy and disturbing this man is that sure, the character sure. the character sure, that's a, that's that he would part of it. that he would stoop to that level of like putting on this whole other persona mm-hmm. that was like very offensive it to me it was just showing how screwed up he is i think that's a very generous way to take that maybe like, yeah. i didn't see it i didn't see it as comic relief at all i don't know it's like the words they were using and stuff they're like and then he wants him to kill a spider and it's like he's like oh well you can't discharge a gun at a spider you know like he's kind of i don't know it Uh, yeah so okay so i also kind of saw that part as 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 guy lapont just being afraid of the spider and being like well i will we'll let someone else deal with that (laughs) that's also probably a part of it (laughs) yeah Uh, Yeah. and it was the again the brown recluse brown recluse appearance Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a very scary spider. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Kevin Smith. So, I mean, I know Kelly and I were very close in age and we very much grew up on Kevin Smith. Yes. Stuff. Yeah, and especially mm-hmm. when I was in middle school, high school, Clerks, Mallrats, Dogma. Chase Amy. And I, well, so you kind of grew up on him too. I mean, I wasn't. Uh, you weren't allowed. I wasn't allowed. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't really get into any Kevin Smith stuff until like oh god early college probably okay yeah so for me i feel like i grew out of his shtick very quickly Mm. like (laughs) into my 20s like not even that far into it and i was already like this joke is tired like his his shtick is a bit tired for me and it is it's kind of ah it is edging very dangerously close to incel, you know, type of oh. stuff a little bit. Whereas, and it's, this is even a perfect exact example is I love the girl that played uh, the romantic heroine in there. She's a great actress. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, nothing against really her, good. but it's like, of course, this hot chick and she went for his geeky ass because she she saw how great he was inside like oh it just makes me want to puke and then she goes for the even more geeky traditionally unattractive nerd boy and it's like for god's sake kevin like when will you grow out of that attitude and you know what i decided i just want harley quinn to take over his his throne same i'm just sure, like she's yeah. awesome chick and i'm like she's you know amazing. what yeah, she's kevin amazing. i think it's time for you to retire and we're gonna let harley <laughs> write and direct the films Didn't for a while he recently have a pretty nasty heart attack yes he did he did has gone through like a complete life change yeah yeah he looks very different you know lost a ton of weight mm-hmm. yeah um i think and, isn't he yeah. vegan isn't he, he like he did go vegan, embraced yeah. just cool yeah but yeah. it's just it was one of those things where it's like as much as i feel that like the stuff he's doing now or you know like tusk and stuff it shows like a lot of depth and like a lot of like him growing and expanding being a better filmmaker Mm -hmm. i don't hate the man or anything obviously like i said i've seen everything he's ever done but it's just like there's still like those little those little shticks he's kind of holding on to and like because you know he has there's the things that made him big they're the things that made him famous so he's sticking with them but obviously he believes have, it in his heart like I maybe he might not he might just know that it's what else it. yeah yeah but it's like it's one of those weird things where it's like kevin i need you to come i need you to come farther would you come farther with me sir <laughs> right but or or just retire and let harley quinn do it because she's fucking amazing she's mm-hmm. so she's cool gonna her and lily rose m- can just do everything seriously sure. they're gonna them they as a start team. production company that yeah. would be bad yeah. because well, remember like just a couple of years ago she almost got abducted by somebody 
Do you guys what? remember that? No. The Uber. Yeah. 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 Somebody was or, pretending or she was waiting for an Uber and yeah. somebody came up to her and she's like, well, you're not my Uber driver. And like, yeah. yeah and it was one of those like close calls that like, Ugh. you know, wait for them to like, I, you know, and like, they've got to yeah. be the person that they say they are. Mm-hmm. She's cool. She's awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. She's very into animal welfare and veganism. And, and her we name's just, Harley Quinn. I mean, come on. and her name's yeah. Harley Quinn. We stand very hard. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, yeah, just one of those. I have just an awkward relationship with Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. We need to Benjamin button yeah. ourselves and meet in the middle, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think I would, I would like to give him the benefit of the doubt, giving, given that his later m- movies like Tusk, <laughs> I mean, as silly and ridiculous as it is, is uh, like, honestly, a really incredible film. <laughs> yeah. I kind of just want to, I want to let bad. him, he's grown. I just yeah. want to let him go free and do his thing. Cause I'm pleased with the results. So I'm yeah. like, just Have you keep it up. Red keep State? doing it. No, I still haven't. Uh, I don't, Thanks. Okay, we should watch that. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on. Guy Lapont. Guy Lapont. Oh my god! Yeah. Another line I really liked as a as a true crime person is okay. when they say when Teddy and Ali go to the police in the in Canada and he says Canada has no serial killers and any true <gasps> crime fan knows that Canada has plenty of serious yes, they do yes they and it do. was just it was just perfect yeah like sure but then like they followed it with the line about the guy who destroyed like all the captain crunch or whatever oh my god <laughs> yeah at the a to z <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, i just i really love johnny depp in this role a lot um i watched a short interview with kevin smith about how he got johnny depp to be in this movie oh. he literally because their kids went to school together and he literally just texted him the script like sent him a link and was like hey check this out um i think you'd be great for this role like oh he he said he texted him he was like um hey it's kevin lily's dad oh <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's who i am to johnny depp i am no one else except for yeah, his kids or harley's dad fair. harley's dad yeah. right yeah yeah um no oh, sorry harley's dad my bad um oh, it's okay. <laughs> so but apparently it took him like a couple weeks he originally wanted quentin tarantino to play gila pont so he sent quentin the script too but quentin denied it but Quint- then he later realized that quentin thought that he wanted him to play wallace and so he was like i don't want to play you're wallace. too old to play wallace i know right? you ask for wallace i know right it's like no you'd be fantastic for gila pont but the fact that it worked out with Johnny Depp is no, just incredible. Johnny was perfect, so he texted yeah. Johnny yeah. and he and Johnny texted him back like a couple weeks later and was like, hey, um, I'm fascinated by this, like really intrigued. I, I, I would love to be a part of it. And Kevin apparently was with his new assistant and he was like, and it was um, a girl, and, but she was a lesbian. And she was like, he was like, hold my hand. And she was like, you know, I'm gay, right? <laughs> <laughs> he goes yes i know hold my hand <laughs> so she's holding his hand. he goes i think we just got johnny depp for this movie and she goes the stupid fucking walrus movie <laughs> <laughs> yes oh my god yes and you know what it's one of those things that's like but she's not wrong she's I not mean, wrong there's so much about it that's so wonderful likable but this movie is so mm-hmm. bizarre yeah. like yeah it is the fucking walrus movie yes. it's insane yeah. to, to just talk about it the way it is like a man gets turned into a gets sewn into a walrus suit it's horrific <laughs> like anyone's gonna look at that and be like no i don't want to watch that 
But no, like, exactly. You'd be like, that sounds weird. It sounds cheapy. It sounds... I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. I was talking to someone about it at work today, and they were like, no, I probably am never going to watch that. And I was like, no, but you, you don't should. understand. You, you must. Have to. Yeah. You must. But yeah, so Johnny Depp was like, I want to be a part of this. So they basically shot the whole movie. He couldn't be a part of for the initial filming, so they had to do it two weeks later after they wrapped oh, in man. LA to shoot his scenes because Whoa. he wanted to be a part of it. And Kevin Smith was like, I'll put the money up for it. I'm, I'm getting Johnny Depp in this movie. You gotta, gotta, yeah. gotta pull the trigger. Yeah. So it's just, he was like, no one offers Johnny Johnny Depp these silly fun roles anymore that he loves to do because he's yeah, such a big honestly, time movie star like, now. Yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorite roles that he's done in a long time. Right. Yeah. Part of it that makes it work is of course, like anything is, is the commitment. Mm-hmm. Like he's committed to like yes. his character is in a different world yeah. than the other yeah. characters. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, um, I'm not a fan of the Pink Panther movies, but there's like Pink Panther vibes. Okay. Bit, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, oh my God. So that actually uh, lines up with the fourth sad, which is the cuddle singing and oh, the God. the naked swimming. Oof. And I felt nauseated during exactly. that entire scene. I was nauseous too, but I was okay. laughing. And so I was like, yeah. what's happening to my body? Like, what is this physiological yeah. response I'm having? It's weird, right? It makes and you feel things, like you said. It's weird because it's not even like the goriest thing I've ever seen by far. Right. By far. It's the sad. It's the sad. It's the sad. It's the it's the small amount of gore of just seeing a person in a human skin walrus suit. Yeah, has the human, human eyes. skin. He's human got the human skin. eyes. It's got a face. It's got yeah. a face on the side. There is, <sighs> and I said this before we talk about tusk. It is like it looks so painful. Yeah. Like oh. and where the tusks come out. The tusks themselves. Oh my god. And he's like kind of salivating a lot. And yeah. Like, Constantly so drooling. Like Jonathan Groff in Hamilton amount of drool. <laughs> <laughs> bring it back to the grog. <laughs> bring it back. Bring it back. Like, oh my god, it's it's upsetting to see him, and yeah. and when he like sh- when Howard shoves him underwater, <sighs> and he swim and he sees the skeleton of the, the person- failed one, oh. the failed one. Oh my god! And you're like, Fuck. is that is that the boy? Is that the Kill Bill boy? I don't think so. No, because because no? kill. No, it said Kill Bill boy. He he killed himself. But did he? I don't know. Or did well, he get turned into a walrus? It could be the hockey. It could be so many because he had like he'd kill like twenty because people. He already has the he already has the missing leg, so it's like easy. That part's already done. <laughs> he's an easy target. For, oh he's an easy God. target. Kelly, how did I not go there? It could be. <laughs> it could have been there? half the be work. With, but he didn't get that flesh because that leg was probably long gone. So that wouldn't have been a great bargain for him because he's yeah. losing a lot of flesh. But you know what? Maybe he is just thinking like not- I, bird in the hand, bird in the hand. I'm he's probably gonna- got a flesh collection. Think about it. Yeah, he's killed twenty three people. He's, he's got flesh- so yeah. much flesh body. Well, like, yeah, just Wally has a, somebody's face on his yeah. side. Oh and my like, god, his face horrible. is that. I hate that. Oh my god, oh that my face gosh. is horrible. That face is horrifying. Ugh. And just I, you know what really, really upsets me about the walrus suit? I don't know why, but every time he like pulls his neck in at all, oh god, god say skin folds up. neck, the turtling. Yeah, the, I hate it. The turtling. I hate it. I hate it. I've never hated anything more. I hate it. Oh yeah, it's just I. I can't because like you know that's attached to his 
face. <laughs> like he's torn off the edges of skin, sewed it into the suit. So he pulls back and it's the skin. Like, oh, I hate it. Ugh, ugh. But like, okay, I was, I was hanging on. I was doing okay until they brought out the mackerel. Oh my God. Because we all yeah. here at Spooky Slumber Party know I don't like a gross eating moment. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> yeah, that was not that. fun. It, it wasn't too, too much mackerel. It, I know, I know. It, it could have been, it could have been worse. It, it could have been, been worse. A it could have been, it could, that's like my caveat. Like, I don't know. It could have been worse. Yeah. bite. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> I got through it. I got through it. He's yeah. a hungry walrus. Yeah. Oh my gosh, but like the constant screaming. It's the horrible. Constant screaming. It is that because is he the cut worst out part. his tongue. He cut out his tongue. So it's tongue. that wailing. Yeah. yeah. And he's yes. losing his humanity. He's losing his sanity. Guttural, just animalistic, mm-hmm. primal. Okay, but his voice, like his vocal folds, must have been so irritated after making this oh, film. Oh yeah. Like I want to know how he got through those scenes because he had to do probably several takes. Yeah, as you do, and with that constant wailing. Oh maybe my gosh, they must have re- done a number. Maybe on they him. recorded a few good ones, and he just yeah. kind of lip synced it. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was like a little ADR moment. It could have been because it's too much. No, it's it too is, much. It's, it's too so, much. It's so god. It's because that's part of again the the strange upsetting tone of this film. Yeah. Yes, of yes. of like watching somebody lose it, and how could you not? How could you not lose your fucking mind? Like being the walrus person. Can that be a question we asked Justin Long? What was it like being in the walrus suit? Were you a walrus? Uh, What's that time <laughs> old question? Yeah. Answered? How are your yeah. vocal cords after that? Like, <laughs> well, and like the the funny, but they're weird, but they're funny cutscenes of like Howard's past and stuff. Oh, yeah. it's and, like super lighthousey like yeah. vibes. Uh-huh. And like, it's like back with Mr. Tusk with on Mr. Their Tusk. Island. and he he kills and eats Mr. He Tusk. Ate, How fucked up is that? He ate him. He ate Mr. Tusk. Okay. Okay. And so, so that this is me. all really just basically he's his motivation behind yeah. all this is kind of like to make up for the fact that he Redemption. killed and killed and ate him. It's like an apology. That yeah. brings me to the walrus fight, though. The walrus fight. The walrus fight though. I laughed so hard. Oh my god, me too. The and music. we were talking about harvesting all the flesh. He had to make two suits. He had to make two suits. And when he, like, there is nothing that can prepare you for that hilarity and also <laughs> just bizarre. Pure sadness. Yeah. That he had to fight him as well. <laughs> and that but is it's when... also so satisfying. It's yeah, so satisfying. It oh, because I hate him. But also so sad because you know that, like, he's, like, in survival mode. And then when you see him, once he has finally killed Howard with his own goddamn tusks... (laughs) <laughs> and you and you just see like you can see in his eyes he's gone he is right gone. He is, and howard like wallace isn't there anymore and howard no. feels like this like perverse justification right because that's part of his whole like he wanted to know would mr tusk have turned on him? yeah <laughs> or maybe it w- if it was like the same thing like i killed mr tusk i'm gonna let mr tusk do the same yeah he's to me. trying to redeem yeah. himself that's yeah yeah because he's, he's like do, you know. he's like how much of it was the animal? <laughs> like, it's so, it's so. Wasn't there ridiculous. a line about going? Wasn't there a line about like you never go full walrus or something? <laughs> or did I just make that up? I think you just made that up. Like, That's like, okay, I, like I love okay. it. <laughs> um, I can't believe that Ali's like, no, don't kill him. Are you kidding me? Fucking want- kill me, ladies. Yeah. If I if I am in a walrus suit, kill me, ladies. Yeah. No, shoot me. Are you kidding okay. me? Okay. 
I would not want to live in a tiny ass cage at a wildlife preserve. And, and also, was there nothing they could do? Was there Seriously? nothing they could do? Nothing? Was there nothing? Can we reverse this? Like, like that's it's your solution? Just a suit. It's like crudely sewn together. They can undo it, right? And also, why did it I still look so bloody? Like, he, it's a year it's later. Not, it's not healing, Emma. Yeah, I know. But like, <laughs> give him a bath or something. Because he's swimming in dirty water. Oh, God. It's not healing. And that's Are they just of- constantly giving him antibiotic-filled mackerels? Yes. <laughs> um, by the way, that was the other part that like, I'm la- I laughed so awkwardly when, when they go and Teddy's like, the treat. <laughs> And she unfolds it. And it's oh, a fucking oh no. And it's like, oh, don't no. call it a treat, Teddy. Please don't call it a treat. <laughs> and he has a ball. He has a ball. He has a ball in his little ball. And that's how the movie ends. Credits roll. And it's just that's the it. ball floating. And he has this fucking cup. And like, oh my God. I mean, okay. And it's, you know, the whole thing wraps around with like her, you know, wanting him to be more <laughs> human and all that. And it's like, so is he, is he human or is he walrus? <laughs> what is but- he there? The little stinger, she, still, again. she still loves it. Is man she's indeed still- a walrus at heart? <laughs> <laughs> and and they're still crying and screaming at the end too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, can we can we figure out how much ratio human to walrus he is? Because yeah. if he's a human, can we have a volunteer reading to him? Can we get him a television? <laughs> yeah. Like, what does he do all day? Can he digest like regular human food? Like, Could he eat human food? Yeah. How is he digesting raw fish and not getting sick every day? He was just a human. How did he like adapt so quickly to just eating raw fish? I need answers to how much. And like like we said, could it be re- reversed? Yeah. yeah. Just cut him out of there. Just cut him or, out. Get rid of his little, his little, oh my God, I love how Guy Lapont refers to the torso <laughs> sewing as a crucified T-Rex. <laughs> Yes, that was another one I left so horrible. Ew, and like he still has like fingernails in his flipper. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh, I hate it. I hate it you all. Guys. I hate it. We hate it, but we love it so much. It's That's so, the problem. It's such it. a thing. This movie is such a thing. It's, it's an such anomaly. a thing. It's like it's like the new Greasy Strangler. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Only it was before. Greasy Only it was before. Greasy Only, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the old Greasy Strangler. Yeah. I so I. I think I told you guys this. I can't remember. I didn't tell the listeners that I have a, a co-worker I don't see a lot. And he always likes to watch horror movies and then catch up with me with like what he's watched. Because I'm, you know, we're the horror yeah. movie people, right? Yeah. And he was like, so uh, Tusk, though. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. And he's like, I just, I have no words. <laughs> and I, I was like, I, I know. It's a, lo- it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in this movie. Yeah. You're like, it's it's a mouthful. How can sure. you laugh <laughs> and like also be so upset? <laughs> it's it's honestly like it blows my mind. Like I just the the sadness and the upsetting uh visuals are the things that stuck with me the first time I watched it. Yes. Where, and and it stuck with me for so long. Maybe I don't know, maybe it's because I'm I'm figuring out that I think I'm an empath and I'm like, maybe that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. And I was feeling the things that he was I was just feeling too hard. <laughs> But that was yeah, the first time I watched it, I I didn't think about the funny parts as much. And I was just so uncomfortably sad. Very sad. So so sad. It's just pure <laughs> and I think purely was, upsetting. I think it was also because I had no going into it, no like I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And so that whole weird vibe of the movie, it's it's hard to it's like trying to choose something that's like like a it's like spiny. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, I can't, I can't 
get my mouth around this. Yeah. You know what's you know what's freaking me out is thinking about like how many hours it took to get him into that suit. Oh, oh Jesus. The makeup alone. It's a feat. It's a feat of engineering. I mean, how many hours do we think? Five, six? I don't I'd like maybe it's on the IMDB trivia. I mean let's look it up. Days? Did he live like, as well? The longest I've ever done, like been in makeup, I believe was four hours. And surprisingly, it doesn't feel that long because it's like someone's doing their art and it's like such a cool thing. Yeah. But but when you're that in a wasn't suit. a full that wasn't a full walrus suit. So I'm like, if my little thing took four hours, I can't yeah. even imagine what um, the guys, suit took. Did you know this movie was shot in only 15 days? I'm, just, I'm not what? surprised. I'm not 15 surprised. days. I'm not surprised. That's insane. Oh my <sighs> god. I'm not surprised because it fits with the bizarre mythos. Oh my god. Okay, this is the first film in Kevin Smith's Canada-based trilogy. Right. The second is Yoga Hosers, okay. uh-huh. based on Smodcast episode 288. So we should go check that out. Right. And yeah. then the final installment will be Moose Jaws. Right, but it hasn't come out yet. I'm waiting for that. What? Yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm still reading. <laughs> he sure is taking his sweet time between these films. Jesus. Take your time. If it's going to be as enjoyable as Tusk was, take your time. Take all the that time you need. 2014. And then I feel like Yoga Hosers was like really quickly after that. I want to watch that. We should watch that. Yeah, we should watch it. Oh, we have a note about the voice uh, the, okay. the of the younger Howard with Gila Pomp. Yeah. Um, in his tribute to Michael Parks, Kevin Smith mentioned that the fake voice that Howard uses while speaking with Guy LaPont was entirely Parks' idea. Originally as scripted, Parks would have performed a French-Canadian accent, but Parks didn't want to use that accent, having already done it on Twin Peaks. According to Smith, it was like, quote, watching two wizards do battle and you can't figure out who the bad guy is, <laughs> unquote, and that Parks was ecstatic over being allowed to, quote, chew the scenery around a major movie star that was, quote, also chewing the scenery. Oh. absolutely it doesn't i mean it doesn't fully explain does not <laughs> the reasoning behind it fascinating okay. piece of trivia though it was a choice it was a choice and i respect it <laughs> <laughs> actors make cho- weird choices sometimes uh, i mean god because michael parks is such a phenomenal actor yeah my dude you guys that's yeah. the end of the movie i know that's i'm it. like looking for any oh tidbits on the on the makeup okay sorry oh no it's all good i'm just like woof. we we did this thing got we did this. it we got through got it through it got through this i'm so proud of emma thank you i'm proud of me too i'm glad i went back to it that's a huge feat i'm glad that i that i came out of it um you know not feeling as sad <laughs> and also appreciating <laughs> kevin smith a little more it's so so interesting to watch him grow as a filmmaker and that the growth was also uncomfortable because <laughs> it was a literal growth a walrus growth yep yep a walrus shaped growth <laughs> that didn't heal <laughs> I can't find anything, but I'll that's post okay. We'll, we can find, when we can talk to Justin Long, we'll get the whole story. I like that you're saying when we talk to Manifest him. it. Manifest well, it. Well, we're going to buy the cameo, so he has to talk to us. Exactly. He has exactly. to send us a certain amount of video. <laughs> <laughs> we must be satisfied. Mm-hmm. We must be satisfied. 
the DMs are open. Slide on in. <laughs> just I just hope that we make such a good impression with our note to him about our podcast and about yeah. how we reviewed Tusk and how much we appreciated it. <laughs> and like what you've gone through on your Tusk journey. Yeah. That yeah. I hope that he will actually seek out the pod and listen to this episode and be like, damn, these girls are cool. <laughs> Those are so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. He's like eleven out of ten would. Yes, <laughs> would what? Would, would what? Justin Love. That's up That's to up interpretation. That's up to interpretation. <laughs> up to him. <laughs> oh, walrus fights! I can't even. And then, like with the projection of the walrus fights on the wall and the, br- oh. and the seagull sound. Oh my gosh! And Claire de Lune. It's like I was like, do not, do not tarnish this song for me. It's like one of the best songs ever written. Do not do this to me. It's- this is you. so funny. Also, where did Howard get all of his money? Like, how did he yes. get this mansion? How did he build this walrus enclosure in his knows? house? I think part of it is I think he kills people and takes their homes. But how does he? How what's the what's the logistics with that? Like, how do you take someone's wealth and their home and all of their things? He like, probably I, is like he probably does like a long con. Mm. And then, like, get some identity, identity thief, kind of like how he fooled Guy, and also how he's had all these wives. Is I think it's like he does kind of a work, like you know, he and maybe that story with Hemingway is true. Maybe it's not. Maybe that's just like he found that bottle and he's like, I'll make up a funny story about you know. I don't know. I don't think you can trust Howard Howe. No, not one bit. That's not even his real name. Real name. Oh my god, Howard Howe. I love this movie. Love hate this movie. I think you said that too. It's like it's a love hate. It's a love hate with Um, scale scale of one to ten. It's almost unrateable. Uh, (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I think I'll give it a solid a solid eight eight and a half. I was gonna say a seven. I mean, for originality, it work. gets yeah. a lot of points. Yes, and and for having the the uh, the ovaries to be so brave <laughs> to like just make something so incredibly bizarre in tone and mood. Yeah, and to just yeah. throw it out there and be like, I know this is stupid, but here you go. Oh, like, here yeah, you go. but we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. And to be at that that. level in your career where you can actually do that is just awesome. It is pretty surreal. Um, Yeah, the other night, I'm going to stick with uh, what I gave it initially, which is a 7.8. Okay, we're about. I feel on part I feel here. really comfortable oh. with that. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, it's like one of those things. So it's like you, you have to see it. It is culty in status. You yeah, have to see this. Yeah, film, no? yeah. Because it's such a trip. Yeah, that's what I was explaining to my friend today. I was like, I don't care if you think it sounds stupid. You need to watch this. Everyone <laughs> needs to see it at least once. We were also talking about the greasy strangler, and I said the same thing. I was like, it's horrible. <laughs> You got to watch it once, <laughs> at least. <laughs> oh, so that's, and that's Body Horror. And that's on Body Horror. And that's on Body That's horror. our first deep dive. Can we do another that's one fun. next yeah. week? Yeah, yeah. Next time? Can we? Can we do two weeks in a row, Body yeah. Horror? Yeah. Okay, so, gals, I want you to get into your sleeping bags. But tonight, our sleeping bags look a little different. Instead of the colorful polyestery material this time it's a little bit more fleshy and as you zip as you zip up actually there's no zipper you have to stitch yourself into this sleeping bag i was gonna say as somebody that sews i'm imagining because putting in a zipper can be very tricky and i'm imagining how we're putting in a zipper oh no oh no 
Oh no. So stitch yourselves, stitch yourselves into your, to your sleeping, sleeping bag. I'm saying in, in quotes, um, it's fleshy. It has a little bit of a fishy smell to it. Turtle. It's like a patchwork of flesh. It's got a turtle head. It's got like a face on your butt. (laughs) So instead of getting tucked in ladies tonight, we're getting tusked in. No, (laughs) I don't want it. But you know what? Just pretend like you're sleeping inside of a tauntaun. It's all warm and cozy. Lukewarm. Except not because it's super uncomfy and horrifying. And Howard put you there. You didn't choose. No, no. Yes. Yeah, I don't like this anymore. Get out of that suit. Get back into your freaking <laughs> Take a uh, quick shower, babysitter's club off. sleeping bag. <laughs> oh, I need some babysitter. I need eye bleach. I need eye yes. bleach. With that being said, I hope everyone stays light as a feather, stiff as a board, and remember, do not go full walrus.